0: Guys and welcome back to another episode of Food School a Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast. On a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, productivity, brain performance coach. I help people to use nutrition as a tool to feel, look, and do your absolute best, guys. On the way from the gym today, I just, uh, it's 8 a.m. in the morning and I recently came out, uh, came back from the gym. And on the way from there, I met a friend of mine who I almost forgot about, even though he is the one who accelerated my journey to Playa del Carmen. Um, here's what I mean. Uh, when I got to Mexico when I was going to go through um, a program remote year designed for uh, people who work remotely and also want to travel, anyhow that didn't work out. But I was already, already in Mexico, so I asked myself what the F Am i gonna do here that i'm already in mexico i'm not gonna fly back um across the ocean again uh what's the next plan um and i contacted a friend of mine who i know through who i knew through and still know through business coaching for fitness and um health professionals so I got in touch with him because I knew he was in Mexico. So I'm like, where are you in Mexico? And he's like, I'm and my girlfriend, we are in Playa del Carmen. And I'm like, okay, where is it? Uh, this is a good place. Do you like it here? Do you have everything you need? You are in the same kind of profession, you know, so if you love it there, um, um, I might love it there too. He said, yeah, we we'll love it um, here. So Come, And he described me, you know, if you did us about the place, I'm like, yeah i'm I'm coming tomorrow. <laughs> he didn't actually expect me to come tomorrow, but I did. And it was such a transformational journey that it feels like that day, It was years ago. I transformed as a person. I completely changed my business. I got into brain coaching. I closed all of my weight loss and fitness coaching that I've been into for the past 10 years. I'm getting into corporate coaching. And uh, I gave um, quite a few talks on brain coaching and brain performance and nutrition, uh, neuroscience-based nutrition and lifestyle to improve how our brain works and basically everything else in life that uh, depends on that so I feel like I'm living a completely different life and I forgot, almost forgot that episode, that I'm here because of that person. And I met him today. And I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) you're like a blast from the past. It seemed so distant, even though it was so um, recent. Although in last year, 2021, um, I think it was end of August. And so, yeah, I met him. And he told me this phrase, Angela, you were the only one... Who actually did it? What he meant is, I said, "I'm gonna come," and I actually did come. <laughs> you know, uh, not so many people do that anymore. Especially when we get older, when we're in our thirties and forties and fifties, we are much less less likely to take bold steps, bold actions. But that's where luck and opportunities meet us. Luck and opportunities—they're outside of ordinary. Guys, if you are at the moment considering some choice that feels so right to you, but it's kind of not logical, doesn't make much sense, but it feels right, it's like, this is the thing I wanna do, do it. If you have to move across the world, across the country, do it. Because guess what? Most of the thought leaders you admire on Instagram or in magazines, business owners, entrepreneurs, Almost all of them surprisingly moved to either another country, another continent, or at least another city. Almost all of them. And it has to do with the journey that we are all on. Sometimes inside of us, but very often we actually physically have to move, to take ourselves from the ordinary environment that we are so used to, that condition every single thought and emotion and word in us. You know, we, are, we forget how conditioned we become by our environment and people and the same views, the same routines. Our brain uh, loses its creativity. Our brain loses ability to find novel solutions, to come up with uh, new um, ideas, I don't know, new businesses, new... Uh, thinks that uh, maybe, you know, you're lost and you're not sure what you want to do with your life, but you know there is something more. Well, my best advice, get a ticket and go somewhere. Seriously. Changing your environment physically, especially if you have this urge to go somewhere, go fucking there. Because guess what? It's going to transform you from the outside in. The transformation doesn't just happen from inside out. It actually happens a lot more often from outside in. When we change our environment, our mind changes the way we think, the way we feel, the way we talk, you know, people, sides, everything changes. And if you're looking for the transformation in your life, chances are it will require a journey, a physical one. Uh, that just, you know, what happened this morning. I met this friend and I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right the difference between me and a lot of other people i actually take actions really fast like you tell me i'm like it feels right it feels awesome it makes sense or sometimes it doesn't but (laughs) if it feels really right i take action um so take actions uh, yesterday we actually talked a lot about dopamine, right? The neurotransmitter that helps you to take actions, that t- increases your drive, your motivation uh, to get after things that require a little bit more effort, right? Dopamine. So listen to that episode we did yesterday f- about foods that will help you to get more of it, and foods that will block your drive. You know, even with Jeff today, the friend that I told you about who <laughs> helped me to get here faster, uh, we were talking about. Um, Low, lower fat diet. And I was telling him that actually, um, it seems that high fat diets limits your capacity to um, sense and to use dopamine. So it can kind of makes you less dopamine sensitive, that molecule of drive and motivation. So you, a lot of people on high fat diets actually not motivated because of that. I was not motivated that much because of that on that high fat diet, when I was on keto diet, because it actually works um, against dopamine uh, sensitivity, right? That molecule of drive and motivation. But listen to that episode um, we did yesterday. Uh, Today is all about serotonin, that another neurotransmitter that is more on a calmer side, on a uh, calmness of mind kind of side, on a peaceful side, right? Serotonin is chill, neurotransmitter. It's happy hormone is another name that is often given to it. It helps you to be in a positive mood more often. And even though motivation and drive, they play a huge role in um, taking you into action, into helping you to achieve, neurotransmitter serotonin It helps you to be satisfied with what you have. It helps you to stay in a positive, optimistic mood. It helps you to get going, um, even though you might be experiencing challenges and things might not be working out exactly for you. It helps you to stay peaceful and, uh, grateful and it helps you to, uh, not be stressed about things, like, right? So serotonin might not, uh, exactly uh, directly uh, boost your motivation, but it helps you to keep going long-term, enjoying your life at the same time. But also, actually, serotonin is involved, highly involved in things like appetite. Do you crave things often, things that are not really great for you? Low level of serotonin might be the answer. Or maybe you lost your sexual drive and you find yourself more often than not saying no to your partner because you just don't feel it. Let's sexuality. Uh, By the way, as as soon as I balanced out all of my neurotransmitters, serotonin was one uh, that I also, I think, didn't get um, enough of, right? So as soon as I balanced those out, my sexual drive, guys, like... It just went through the roof. So if you're liking on that side, please make sure that you are taking care of your serotonin. And I'll tell you exactly how, because there is a piece of nutrition wisdom that is kind of missing and um, actually uh, influenced in a negative way by a lot of uh, low-carb and keto diets, so, but a little bit later. So also um, serotonin is involved, involved in memory, in learning. Serotonin is also the one that is made into melatonin that helps us fall asleep, that uh, maintains a healthy sleep-wake cycle, right? So serotonin, it's involved in so many things. And Many people, because of poor diet, because of uh, higher stress levels, because of prescription drugs, because of alcohol uh, abuse, meaning drinking too much on a regular basis, uh, because of a lot of our artificial ingredients and sweetness that can also decrease serotonin levels. Because of all of that, you can be in a state where serotonin levels are suboptimal and when serotonin levels are suboptimal again we're just not happy we are driven if dopamine is high but we are not satisfied with anything it uh also difficult for us to relax to wind down we can also get into depressive states and full-blown depression more often um, again sexual drive and memory and learning and sleep can be compromised you can be craving all kinds of things i definitely crave a lot of things um a lot of sugary stuff when my serotonin levels were not optimal. Um, So how do we get more serotonin? Well, besides the things like figuring out and doing a little bit more research, if you're taking prescription drugs, right, if you are on some medications, might be the reason why your serotonin levels are suboptimal. If you are drinking, if you drink alcohol uh, on a regular basis, if your diet is full of processed foods and um, artificial ingredients, sweeteners or not, uh, if there is a lot of fried foods, all the same stuff, right? Processed foods, processed carbs, processed fats, uh, weird ingredients uh, in all of the snacks and foods, prescription drugs, alcohol, All of that can cause your serotonin levels to um, go lower. So look into that, right? But then besides that, of course, we actually need to eat to make that serotonin. We need to eat certain foods that are, for example, rich in that amino acid L-tryptophan or tryptophan. Um, Tryptophan, the body, uh, the brain, they use it to make serotonin. So we transform, so to speak, tryptophan uh, into serotonin, that neurotransmitter of happiness and positive mood and great sexual drive and appetite control, memory and learning. Where do we find tryptophan? In things like turkey, chicken, lean turkey and chicken, right? Lean beef, lean pork, lean... um, Well, actually not lean tofu that's what i was going to say uh firm tofu the one that is like not jelly but more on the firmer side fish especially salmon edamame those are green soybeans dairy products pumpkin seeds oatmeal and eggs so these are the richer sources five top ones are turkey and chicken this is number one lean turkey and chicken lean beef lean pork firm tofu um and fish and then, with things like edamame, dairy products, pumpkin seeds, oatmeal, and eggs, you get less and less and less, right? So, your top sources are fish, lean beef and pork from tofu, and lean turkey and chicken. But, guys, the thing is, protein, and I just mentioned to you, richest sources of tryptophan, protein rich foods. Actually, eating protein seems to block the production of serotonin for a lot of people, and I think it did that for me. When I used to be on a low-carb diet, I seemed to be very low on serotonin. It was harder for me to be positive and optimistic, just uh, can't deny it, right? And what it seems to happen for a lot of people is that blockage of the um, production of serotonin from chyptophan, but there is a walk around that, or work that. Eating carbohydrate-rich foods, having a meal or um, a snack, like a few pieces of fruit, maybe banana with some berries, um, maybe some oatmeal also. So, or maybe some beans with some vegetables or maybe some quinoa with some uh, vegetables and um, maybe, I don't know, a piece of fruit or maybe sweet potato with some vegetables. So eating carbohydrates separately from protein-rich foods and separately means probably waiting for uh, in, this, in the case of fruit that is very fast and easily uh, digested, you'll need to wait maybe like an hour. In the case of uh, more fibrous and harder uh, to digest carbohydrates like potatoes or beans or whole grains, you might need to wait maybe a couple of hours. So eating carbohydrates separately from protein-rich foods, protein-rich foods in tryptophan, um, seems to be the trick that works for a lot of people to make and absorb more serotonin. It definitely worked for me, even though at the time when I designed my meal plan, I didn't know that. It just felt right for me, and it still does, to start my eating window with... A lot of hydrating colorful juicy fruit it feels really light in my stomach plus again fruit is the fastest digested uh food so i eat that and then in like an hour i start eating things like yogurt and nuts or sometimes i would eat right away like my vegetables and and fish or meats so basically i separated my carbohydrates, a lot of those in fruit and berries that I eat first from the rest of the meals that are more protein-rich, protein and fat-rich foods. And it seemed to do the trick like I'm happy and optimistic and positive, even though, again, when I designed that meal plan, I didn't know that it actually works really well for serotonin production and absorption. So if you feel like you might be experiencing cravings, it might be hard for you to wind down, you might be less optimistic and less often in a positive mood, maybe your sleep suffers, um, maybe um, Maybe your sexual drive is all over the place or not there, right? So try this. So I challenge you to make one first meal or maybe like a snack. It doesn't have to be like full-blown meal, right? So start your day maybe with bananas, with a big cup of berries, maybe a couple of kiwis. Make this fruity uh, snack or appetizer and then in an hour start eating all of the other foods. Uh, Maybe some frittata or fried eggs. Well, fried, but if you fry them, only coconut oil. right? Fried things are not really great for our brain, um, especially with uh, some oils. So the point was uh, start with carbohydrates and then in like an hour eat all of the other foods with proteins and with fats and see how your mood might improve and your sleep and libido and uh, your uh, appetite and it might reduce your cravings what i notice actually for a lot of people uh, cravings for especially sweet stuff comes from not eating things like fruit that is hydrating full of fiber full of different phytochemicals and vitamins and minerals and uh, um, according to data, people who eat more fruit actually uh healthier, live longer, and have less diseases. You know, it's observational data, not like some clinically designed studies, but still fruit seems to be really good for us, uh, especially in appropriate amounts for your lifestyle and your calorie intake. So to sum up this episode, or guys, I also forgot to share with you that there are some other food items that increase or uh, boost uh, your serotonin levels or serotonin sensitivity. So those are turmeric, the one that also boosts your dopamine. We talked about it yesterday. Chocolate, also again, great for your dopamine. And L-theanine, found in all kinds of teas. Not herbal teas, but more like white or green or black tea. Uh, Those boost your serotonin as well. So drink your teas, eat your dark chocolate 85% and more. That also boost your dopamine and drive and motivation. And eat your curry (laughs) with a lot of turmeric in it. And serotonin so eat your protein rich foods that also boost dopamine and your motivation and drive so eat those foods like lean turkey and chicken lean beef and pork firm tofu uh, fish especially salmon that is amazing also for your uh, dopamine and omega-3 fatty acids that are important for a healthy brain Uh, eat your green beans um like edamame, specifically green soybeans, dairy products, pumpkin seeds, oatmeal, eggs, all amazing foods for serotonin. Um, But also experiment with eating that first meal or snack with basically almost only carbohydrates, before all of your meals, like an hour before, and then continue with some protein and fat-rich foods. And maybe also add some more vegetables or fiber in it. And see, again, how it will help you to feel happier, more positive. It um, might really improve your sleep. That's what it did for me. Uh, your appetite, your cravings, your sexual drive. So experiment and see how it works. for you. That's what uh, neuroscientists... Uh, Tell us that might happen, that your serotonin levels might be boosted. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. By the way, guys, boosting and improving the production, the increasing levels of dopamine and serotonin, they will also help you to take bold actions. Because when the levels of those crucial neurotransmitters in our brain are low we are much 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 less likely to take bold actions because you if you are in a negative mood and your serotonin is down to the floor like there is no way you're going to be taking any bold actions just not going to happen guys so those neurotransmitters that they are very important for your personal development your career development your goals achieving right so look into that if you have any questions please reach out the best place to reach out is instagram at 1000year young. uh, Reach out, boost those levels of dopamine and serotonin. Take bold actions to move your life and yourself forward. Buy this ticket, travel, change the environment, because it's the best accelerator of self-development and creativity and new ideas. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And till next time, eat better daily.